Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 3, Bayez Panimi for Men, Shear number 3. Um, we're going to Be'ezus Hashem in the future, go forward with the Sefer, Your Wife, Yourself by Rabbi David Rosman. Uh, today though, we're going to go through uh, certain aspects of a contrast um, regarding um, you know, marriages for Jewish men and with tremendous rayonis. And I'm going to go through the Rambam in Hilchas Ishus and to understand what it truly means. And we suddenly just say the words and um, we need to realize that we need to practice it and it's doable. And if we do it the right way, it will transform our marriages. So he says as follows, the Rambam in Hilchas Ishus, Perek Tesvav, Halacha Yutes, that Tzivu Chachamim, the Chachamim commanded, that a person should honor his wife more than himself, his body, and love her like himself. If he has money, if he's financially stable and he has more money, then you give her more based on your money that you have. And don't put excess fear on her or on the house. And his words with her need to be with a calmness, not to be depressed, and not to be angry. So in this amazing, concise statement, again, it's in Ha'in Hilchasishas, Perak Tesvav, Tes, look at it, write it down, put it on a piece of paper, keep it with you, think about it, meditate on it. And it's Really, basically, like we say is the and the rest learn. This statement basically is of and the rest is the parish. Um, that this is the key to, and every chassan has to start off learning this, memorizing this, accepting it, internalizing it. And again, us that are married already, if we didn't do so, to internalize it now. And make this a true um, yesoid in our life, in our psyche. And we need to understand what this means. Now, he has a, a, a diuk, which is very fascinating, that says as follows. The Lushan is, the Rambam uses, is Sheyiya Ha'adam Mechaber Now, he doesn't just say Sheyichaber Adam you know, a man should honor his wife. Sheyiya. Sheyiyah means that the man has to be a man, a type of person, a husband that is honoring his wife. It's a big, big yesoy, this Sheyiyah Adam. Sheyiyah Adam means that the goal is not just to carry out acts of honor and acts of love towards one's wife, but Sheyiyah Adam meaning that he's, he has to be that type of person, become that person. That this is what he does. Sheyiyah he should be. Ha'odam, that person. Mechabed has ishtoy, who honors and loves his wife. To become part of you. To become part of your essence. Not just something you do, but a state of being. You know, people talk about, you know, you know, what do you, what are, who who are you and, uh, you know, when they ask about Parnassa, and it's not who I am, it's, it, I just do it, that's not who I am. But over here, Sheyiyah, this is who you are, you are a man that honors and loves his wife. Not to just be Yoytzezan, 
and go on with your life. No, that is part of who you are. That is your definition. You're a Yid, and you have a lot of descriptions to yourself, and the Rambam is saying, part of a Yid and being that description is, you should become that person, that Mechabed is Ishtai. Now there's a Chiyiv to be Mechabed every Yid, and the Din of people forget this, and neglect it, that every time you mechabed and love your wife, part of it, you're also being mechayim, the mitzvah of your wife is no worse than any other Jew. And there's obviously more chiyuvim to your wife than, 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 than uh, other Jews. And therefore, the chazal were madgish, a chiyiv on the man to honor and love his wife. But the answer of the word sheyia is that when you, when it comes to the wife, it's not enough to just carry out acts of chesed to show that you honor her or to show that you love her, but it's an actual state of being. Wherever you go, that's what you're doing. It becomes your mahus. That means the way you conduct yourself in shul, you are honoring and loving your wife. The way you work, you are honor, honoring and loving your wife. The way you talk to your children, you are loving and honoring your wife. You are becoming that person. And he brings down, you may have heard this story before. I always enjoy listening to this story. And it's an important thing to, to um, address. I'm going to quote it word for word. A man once went to the home of Rabbi Cheskel Abramsi to discuss a certain matter with him regarding a particular yeshiva. When I arrived, the individual related, he was not there. The Rebetzin told me that he would arrive at a home at any moment, so I waited for him there. A few minutes later, the Rav entered the house. The Rebetzin immediately served him a cup of tea and sat down with him at the table, and the Rav began conversing with his Rebetzin. And this is what he said. Rabbi Cheskel Abramsi told his wife over a cup of tea that they were having together. I left home this morning and took bus number 12 at Hanaviyam Street. From there, I walked up the hill. It wasn't too difficult for me. I continued in the direction of Strauss Street until I got to Gula neighborhood. Then I went to Rav Cheskel Sarna's house and he received me with great honor. I discussed the problem regarding the Vada Yeshivas. You already know I hold that there is a need to expand the number of those who take part in the Vada's meetings. And I wanted to convince Rabbi Cheskel Sarna to start coming on a regular basis. You know what type of person he is after all. Chazal say that women are better judges of character than men. And if he'll become a permanent participant, it will spur everyone to follow through more thoroughly and with the Vad's resolutions. In this manner, he continued elaborating to her about that matter. And when we finished our discussion, this is Rabbi Cheskel Ransi still talking to his wife over a cup of tea. Rabbi Sarna escorted me on the street. And regarding where I needed to go next, I was not sure if I should take the taxi or the bus. But in the end, I preferred taking the bus and it was really Minashamayim because on the bus I met someone who works at the Tchia Publishers, which is where I'm having a part of my Chazayin Yecheskel being printed. And he told me that they finished printing the parts that I already gave more than a week ago, and they have been sitting with nothing to do regarding my Sefer. I do not know why no one from there informed me of this beforehand. You know how anxious I am for them to finish the project quickly, and I already have three next sections ready. Were I to have traveled by taxi, I wouldn't have known anything about this, and uh, he continued talking like this. So then Rabbi Chaskel Abramsky, when he finished the conversation with his Rebetzin, she got up from the table, and he came over to me. And Rabbi Chaskel told me, forgive me if I ignored you all this time. However, Baruch Hashem, that you have merited to see how one is meant to draw his wife close. Look, the whole day she's alone at home. 
I have to find a way to make her feel part of what's going on in my day. And although it may have seemed to you that I'm speaking trivialities to her, but that is what happened to me today. So I tell it to her. And then Rabbi added one more point. Baruch Hashem, I merited old age. And it's only in the schus of the chesed that I do at home to make her feel better and to make her feel a, a part of my going-ons and thereby lift her spirits. So that's a chesed. First of all, from here, you learn an interesting lesson. That even though it says in, in Perkei Avis, don't speak too much to a woman and to his own wife also. But, and the Chazaynish points this out too, if the your wife needs to hear things from you about how your day was, and what you you know the things that you're going and she enjoys listening to it and needs to listen to you to what you're saying, you could be marba bedvarim with her in those areas. You're not talking lashon hara. You're not talking about people in negative ways. You're talking about things that are happening and ongoings like this. And then it's a mitzvah to do. The Chazanish says this beferish. That don't you have to know how to use the chazal of amru. Another thing that you need to know also, which is very important, that you see sometimes it's reverse also. What it means is, is that you see this scenario is where he did all the talking and she did the listening. In this scenario, she really needed to hear everything. She was lonely at home, wanted to connect with her husband, and he it extensively talked about his day. Sometimes the need of the wife will be reverse. Sometimes it will be where she needs to talk things through. She needs to say things. She needs to talk about how her day was. And you need to do the take the role of the listener. So that's an important insight to know. That it could work both ways. And you have to just be sensitive to know what your wife really needs at the moment. So you see from here a beautiful ha'ara here. Um, generally speaking, like we just mentioned just now, the wife does most of the talking, the husband, you need to learn how to listen to her properly. And that's also a yisaid. But here is a story the other way around, which is also important, where he needs to share what is going on in his life to her, for her to feel a connection to him. Then, is Rabbi Noach Orlowick made an observation that almost any man who is married at least for a few years, immediately recognizing that he has a disease called the constipation of the mouth. Constipation of the mouth. And doesn't mean that men don't know how to schmooze. They know how to schmooze very, very well. You have a lot of extroverts that could talk about everything under the sun to everybody. But when it comes to their own wives, sometimes to their mothers, sometimes to their daughters, they get constipated. She wants to know how your day was, and you just, uh, okay, Baruch Hashem, great, and, and it's, it's like pulling teeth, you can't say anything. She wants to know if davening and shul on Shabbos was nice, yeah, it was nice. And that's, that, that saying, yeah, it was nice, is already a, like a superhuman effort to get that out of your mouth. She wants to know if the Rosh Kodesh was happy to hear that you had a baby girl, and you just have to pull it out of your teeth to say, I don't know, I think so. So, yeah, regarding our wise peep men do have this disease called constipation of the mouth. And even um, men who have no problem, uh, like I said, shooting the breeze and schmoozing with harusas for hours on end when he's supposed to be learning sometimes. <laughs> but with his wife, he all of a sudden gets all clammed up. And um, it's, it's, it's interesting to understand why that is and... 
And part of to understand this is to, to understand the nature of differences between men and women in general. And he brings down the Mashal in the Mishnah in Shabbos about a woman is not allowed to go out into the Rosh Hashanah wearing a needle that has a hole or a, with a ring that has a, a, a choysim to it. Otherwise, she's chayvachatas, but by the men, it's the opposite. And from there, you just bring basically the sugis back and forth about certain things that men carry is a iser malacha on Shabbos, and by women not, and vice versa. And you see the yesoid over here that noshim ambefneyatzma. They're like a separate nation in many ways. And that is just not just a saying. You see in halacha, it's that way. In halacha, it's that way. An adornment for one is not. Is, is a masai for the other. Um, and uh, they have no sheikhs to one another. It's like a different nation. And and that's very, very important. And we need to realize this. And you see it, you, you, we live in a woke society where they think men and women are the same, but the, the teva of a boy, you look at a three-year-old boy, a three-year-old girl, the boy is digging up earthworms, dissecting them, stamp, stamping on giant ants, riding on toys, crashing them against the wall, and the girl is uh, putting a bow on her hair of their doll and feeding the bottle to her doll, and uh, and and the sticker she gets from her motor, she's very excited. They're different. They're by nature different. And the way men think, think about things and the way women think about things are different, the way they process their emotions are different. Um... Men generally, this is again stereotypical, could it be reversed sometimes too, but generally men express what they are thinking and what they naturally enjoy uh, is, uh, you know, in a different way than men, uh, women do. And men respond to things differently than women do. Every part of human nature uh, between men and women, men and women are worlds apart. So a man needs to realize this when you're hearing this now to realize that very often the kind of information your wife wants to hear and the way she enjoys having a conversation can not only be uninteresting to a man, but it could feel like a burden, right? Her whole way of thinking and expressing and communicating is so foreign to him, it's hard for him to relate. So he gets constipated, not only in his mouth, but in his mind. He can't get himself. He's screaming like, like what does she want from me? But really, we need to be above that. We need to understand how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created women with different natures than men. And we need to understand the sensitivity of it. Even though to us, we may not understand it, but we have to adapt to it to calm our wives, to understand them, and to learn about their world as best as we could. And that's how you honor your wife. And that's how you love your wife. To somehow... Remove that inner frustration, not even though you don't understand why it's important to her for her to hear certain things in certain ways and to say things certain ways. And very often, you know, men accuse their wives of being a nag. And Rahman al-Islan, the truth is, is it sounds like nagging sometimes. And sometimes, you know, on the women's side, I'll talk about nagging and how that's not a healthy thing for, for a wife to do. But very often the shirish behind it, the shirish behind it is really a need to connect, a need to communicate. That's really what's going on. You know, you have to see a little bit beyond that behavior that seems annoying to you. Very often the nagging 
or whatever the over uh, emotionalizing of certain things is because she truly cares and that's the way she's expressing it and the truth is is even if you worked on your midas enough that you're careful how you talk to one another and you have derecherets for each other and even politely smile at each other but we as Jews have to go beyond that for Shalom bias. In the, in a guy world, a lack of war means peace. You know, you 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 learn how to swallow and you speak nice and shake your head and this and that. And it is a madrega, by the way. It beats. It, it definitely is better than being contentious and 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 needling and sarcastic. You get to this level, it's still a madrega. But us bnei Yisrael bnei Taira. The lack of fighting is not the definition of shalom. And um, it's the communication with one another that makes the shalom. When you fail to successfully communicate to your wife, which is one of her most basic needs, is to feel emotionally connected with you, the husband. Now, with some women, they'll never... Some women are open and they'll acknowledge it. I want to connect with you. I want to have a relationship with you. Some women may not acknowledge it, but this is really what they want. They want that connection. And sometimes it may come in the form of a criticism and a nagging, but the panemius of it is, is I really want you to show that you care. And you see, you'll see over time, if you sense this and you realize where it's coming from, and you give her the time of day, and you acknowledge what she's nagging about or letting it out, and you understand and really are empathetic and truly listening you'll see that the nagging will decrease greatly. Um, and and, and uh, because she has that need now that's being felt. That is Shalom Bayis. The whole Shir Shirim is Kodesh Kadoshim is Shalom Bayis. is a marshal of Hashem to Kodesh Baruch to Klai Yisrael is a Havas Ishva Ishtai. And Ashabara Sasavah Simcha Chasavah Kala Ahavava Achva. It's all about Ahava and Achva. That is really the key. And um, we discussed this a little bit when we were talking about the Stipler's letters. Um, and it's well known. And whether your wife, you think she's that personality, the other personality, but this is part of an inherent nature of a wife. Her whole world is to be loved by her husband. And it's a tremendous tsar for her when she f- doesn't feel that. And she feels like she's live- a live widow very often. Now... He sometimes, the stipler talked about it in the letters that we did in the other shiurim about the concept of mitzvahs ein in particular and the physical relationship and the emotional uh, foreplay and afterplay of uh, in, in actual sexual relationship and that was his adgasha. But the truth is it doesn't just apply to that. It applies to the whole emotional world as well. And frankly, and Rabbi Wolva doesn't say it in these words, but he basically point blank expresses this and this is very true um you want your wife to love sex and to enjoy the sexual relationship then she needs to enjoy the emotional connection she's not going to enjoy most women will not enjoy the physical sexual connection unless they have with it the emotional connection and this frustrates men very very much because she sees through it that's the thing that men don't realize. She sees through it, and the man very often can't take it. She sees when his main focus is just on filling his own physical need, and 
he's doing doing the motions in order to get to that point, but he's not really wanting to emotionally connect. She feels it and she senses it and she feels cheated from having a close physical sexual relationship without that emotional connection. The physical sex without the emotional connection is very often very painful to the wife, even if she'll experience some form of physical pleasure during the sexual experience. Nevertheless, she'll leave the experience empty and alone and desolate. And that is one reason a lot why wives sometimes distance themselves from their husbands sexually, not because they want to hurt them, not because they want to punish them, even good wives, they just feel, you know, you're not connecting with me. You're not connecting with me on an emotional level, on an intellectual level, and on a ruchniistic level, on just a human level, and I, I can't just go straight into a physical connection feeling that way, and, and it's very painful. They feel the disconnect, the disparity between the physical and the emotional, which is very often not there. Therefore, it's important to know that the key, a big key to Shalom Bayis is the intimacy of the emotional intimacy and the feelings of connection and love and expression of warmth and connection and love. And some of it is based on what we said before, listening and really truly trying to listen, overcome that quote-unquote constipation of the mouth and overcoming this rolling of the eyes, like what does she want from me talking about these trivial things, and to overcome all of that and to say, realize, yes, the Chazals say we're different nations. Yes, the Chazals say that we're very different from one another. And yes, it's true that it is difficult for me to go into her world and get excited over the fact that she needs to talk to me about um, you know, the sale or that dress she saw for this particular child, or, or whatever it is, but you need to go into that world for her. You need to go into that world for her. You follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not need any of us. He shalom b'shleim us without any of us. Nevertheless, Hashem created us and gave us Olam gave us a future, gave us all wonderful, beautiful things. And he also, and here's the important part, he wants an, a real relationship with us. He goes into our world. He goes into our world. You know, you figure the Rabbi Nishlam has more to think about than whether I like the apple or I don't like the apple or the, you know, or the fridge, uh, maybe this, uh, you know, I'll give him a little more panasa because he could use a bigger fridge or a bigger apartment. He's getting involved in your world. What's it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whether you have a bigger apartment, a smaller apartment, a bigger fridge, a smaller fridge, uh, or whatever. But Hashem is interested. He's your father. He's your Avarachim. He's your Melech. And he wants to be in your world. And that's what you do. You are diff- very different from your wife. Women, men are very different from men are very different from women, and husbands are very different from wives. And in every single marriage, no matter how much you think we click and we're exactly alike in many ways, we're worlds apart in many ways too. In the best of marriages, we're worlds apart, bateva, and it takes work and effort. And part of it is going into that world that I need to rethink things, things that normally would. I would find frustrating. 
I will learn how to adapt it till at some point you'll actually get used to it and really enjoy it. Why will you enjoy it? You may not enjoy the etzim conversation. It'll take you a while to actually enjoy that. But what you will enjoy is the sipek nefesh and the simcha and the and the hava of the of the excitement your wife experiences. It's in her eyes. You could even see how she talks to you about things and you're listening and how, how much that gives her chiyas. And don't be cynical if many years of marriage went by and she gave up hope already and you went your two different ways and you're, you know, miles apart emotionally. But like we said before in the previous uh, shear and in many shiurim, is that is something that is a work in progress that you can grow and develop and become, you know, a, a tremendous husband and have beautiful shalom bias. So please remember the share. It's a very important share, this one. The Rambam's diak of becoming a person, the etzem, uh, essence of a person who is mechabit and loves his wife, to enter into her world and to show exp- special uh, ahava. And like the story we brought down, Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, that sometimes the chesed is just to talk to her, do all the talking and her the listening if she wants to hear about your life. And then the other way around too, of course, of allowing her to talk as you listen. Hatzlach and bracha.